I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Hurry Blood. This is Yon, Puss the Hole. She's never been to France. <laughs> actually, I have been, bitch. But have you? I don't feel like I actually went I... to France and have pictures under the motherfucking Eiffel Tower. It's not a big fucking right. deal. To go if to anyone has seen the Tinder swindler, he also had pictures in places. So, bro, I really went. I really went finish down <laughs> with my little barrette. Oh, thank you. Welcome back, everybody. For those of you watching on YouTube, don't get mad at us. We had a little bit of a faux pas with scheduling and um Because bitch, we busy. That's why. I know. It's right. fucking, it's giving busy, but. I can't wait to get back to New York, dog. Like, I can't even, like, look at people's Instagram stories because I'm starting to, like, get really bad FOMO. Nigga, Coachella is going on all through L.A., there's more parties here than like I've ever seen before, and I still miss New York. And my apartment is still not ready. By the way, uh, I had a lawyer that I hired because I can't get rid of the apartment, bro. I pay three thousand dollars for a two bedroom that's huge in the Lower East Side with floor to ceiling windows. Like you don't go. The lawyer was like, technically, they provided you another space so that you have no case, right? Mm -hmm. Even though the place is only 224 square feet that they gave me in a shoebox. It doesn't matter, bro. Legally, and that's the thing too, right? I don't know how long you signed your lease for, but that rent is only good for what your lease was open for. Bitch, the rents in New York now? Oh, bitch, it's sick. It's sick. They trifling here. I ain't even gonna hold you. Bitch, I'm about to have to move back to the Bronx. <laughs> I ain't gonna front. I think Jesus lives in, is it Riverdale, the Bronx? Like, he always talks about it. Um, I'm no. like, oh, damn, it's rich niggas up there. But it's, it is, but it's not. It's, like, above Dykeman. So it's on the completely opposite side. It's closer to, like, Westchester. Would you get a car? You need a car. I mean, but you ain't had one before. I wouldn't move to Riverdale, bitch. I was just joking. Oh, I've been I'm for the Bronx, for the Bronx, for the, the Bronx. fucking Bronx, bitch, it was a joke. You, you missed the joke. Oh, okay. You missed it. I, was, I, I thought you were being serious. You missed it. You missed it. I'm sorry. No. Well, one thing I didn't miss is the opportunity to call this episode single again, back on the proud. Shout out to Trina because <laughs> we both are single. And I just want to say, even though y'all and, and y'all, I mean me, have never thought that Mandy would be single again. Because we feel like you might go back to this nigga. I I'm not going to go back to his nigga. Like, because I'm, I'm not going back to this nigga. I'm not going back. I'm like, I would not name a Patreon episode 
Old Bay is dead to me if he was not dead to me. I mean, but we literally are. But here's the problem, too, with this episode title that you chose. Single again. Bitch, I ain't back you on the You already have an episode with it? Bitch, I'm not back on the prowl. No, it's lies. Oh. <laughs> it's all lies. I don't want to date. I don't want a nigga. And y'all, I am having, I literally just had to talk about this with my therapist. Listen, y'all. I don't even want casual sex. And listen, bitch. I don't know who I am. I literally I mean, am going through a crisis. I'm talking to my therapist and I'm just like, I have to do this show. And you know horrible decisions. You're, you're familiar. And I'm just like, how do I continue talking about sex? And I don't even want to have having, it. We got to just get guests or I got to be a hoe. Bro, and you know what? You love doing <laughs> But it's okay because the latter, it can't happen. What can't? I said the latter can happen if we either have to have guests the or I have to be a hoe. The latter can happen. Oh, wow. The latter does happen. You are yeah. a hoe. No, but honestly, to be to be serious, like, I don't know. I'm just having this, like, weird little funk. But real quick, I did come to L.A. Shout out to everybody who pulled up to the Hollywood Improv um, for our first live television taping of a live show. It was really, really, really dope. Uh, thank you to all my friends who pulled up. Thank you for everybody who joined us on stage and asked questions. It was a lot of fun. But let me tell you how I know shit is just weird right now. So before I came out there, I'm like, okay, I'm newly single. Y'all know I got mad hoes in LA. So I was like, no, we, we didn't know. Oh, I got mad hoes in LA. <laughs> so I, two of them were not going to be in town. And I was like, okay. And then the other one had to be with his kid. And okay, I guess I know it's fucking <sighs> kids, but okay, I guess go be a daddy. So not a Lambo. So real quick, so he said we weren't going to be able to see each other. So, bitch, I didn't pack none of my toys because, nigga, I'm not going to see you. So I'm in flight on my little free Wi-Fi, and the nigga hits me like, what time you land? I think I can oh, see you tonight. Oh, no. Girl, let me tell you what my mother... Not a babysitter for the pay. Let me tell you what my motherfucking response was. I said... Oh, you're going to be free? You told me you weren't going to be free, so I didn't think I was going to see you. He said, no, 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 no. Like, I could see you tonight, but not over the weekend. I said, oh, well, I didn't bring no toys. And he said, what that got to do? Like, I'm telling you, I could see you. And I said, if I can't peg you, what's the reason of us seeing each other? Like, nigga, I don't, I don't just want to fuck you. Like, he wasn't. Mandy. I know, and I think he felt away. But you didn't say that though, or were you thinking? Where's my it? phone at? I swear to God. <laughs> no, I swear to God. I said, "Well, nigga, I don't have my toys." And the last time I came to LA, I bought the strap and a, and a peg. I'm not buying another strap on, nigga. That's two hundred dollars. And he didn't offer to buy it either. But also, now it's doing a lot. Like sex shouldn't be this difficult, and now we have to go on a field trip again. No. <laughs> <It's too much. laughs> I don't now. <laughs> now I'll just see you another time, maybe. But also, guys, and I don't, I'm also literally over my nigga. But I just have no desire to have sex, and I don't think I've ever felt like this in my life. So I'm just like, no. I think I it's because you got to get out of this phase of I was there. Like last year was the least sex I had because Old Bay and I had been going through it, and I think you get over this hump of like real quick. Because for me, are you admitting to lying? 
No, we were going you through was, it. You was but, blaming the medication, sis, so, and depression. So now it's not yeah. that. It was Obey the whole time? Or he was the one making no, you the No, we were going through it bad. First of all, I, I didn't want to fuck. And Ooh. then it was just like even more difficult because we were open. So it's like, you know, they're getting it somewhere else, but you're still hurt because you're depressed. Like that made our relationship really difficult. Now, I'm not saying me being a sad girl was like the reason we broke up because it's definitely his fault. I'm just saying it didn't help. Like it made it worse. Mm. But that was the least sex I was able to have. And plus I was back and forth to L.A. So I feel like that also caused a little bit of a rift. But, you know, I mean, we had our little vacations and that's the problem. Whenever we were on vacation, that's when our relationship was great. Like, mm. when we could go away, we were like, oh, yeah, we should be together. And then we'd come home and it was like, oh, your pussy's still broken. Oh. Well, my pussy's not worked broken. In the sun. I just, like, have zero desire to, like, fuck. And then I'm also battling, right? Because y'all know I'm cool with being a hoe if I have to be. But it's like now if a man comes over and fucks me, I need my trash taken out. And I don't know if now I feel like a cheap hoe because... How do you keep talking about this? Because maybe? I'm just serious. Am I a cheap hoe for like exchanging coochie for my trash being taken out? Because my mind goes to the whole shit. Like, should I be charging him $15 and take my trash out? Or I think this is like an act of service love language type thing that someone showed you and now you can't get enough. And it kind of reminds me of almost like, it's like the regression of... You know when you're young and you fuck a, your first dude that has a car and now you got to keep fucking niggas with cars and then you Are fuck you a dude really that has Are you really this is not the same? You got to, you had a, a man, man, a manly man start doing things and now you need that shit. Now you're okay, like, so, oh. So, so then here's my home mail. I have a question for you. How do I bring up that I need and want those things that would be considered boyfriend shit to a nigga well, that I might just want casual I was with? just going to say... <laughs> I li literally yesterday did an episode on For Fact's Sake about Vegas. And when we talked about Vegas, we talked about the Bunny Ranch. Okay. In the Bunny Ranch, on their menu, they have girlfriend experience, right? And then once I started, like, researching more about girlfriend experience, apparently 90% of male escorts provide boyfriend experience. And those actually, for male escorts, include chores. Because for women, it's like, neck uh, or like the scalp massage it's like little light things for men on escort sites light chores is in there so bitch you need to make a joke about it and be like but i need this i'd be doing that to niggas too i'd be like i like to cuddle haha but i'm serious oh like for me i okay. can't have my face fucked without a nigga making me feel like how, they care i'm not fin you it was a great example you just used but I'm not going to create a girlfriend, boyfriend experience list like an escort and show it to my next casual sex fuck buddy. I'm actually telling you to just get a boyfriend experience escort. That's what I'm trying to tell I you. I already told you I'm not paying for no dick and I'm not going to pay to get my trash taken out. Bitch, I got handy for that and it don't got to come with dick. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Use your handy code. We need them. To we do don't that. have a handy code. We don't. <laughs> this Bro, is not an ad. I really think for research... You should just do it. I think we should use the WDP LLC fund and we should see what happens if you get an escort and you could come and report back. It'll be fun. It'll be a thing because I'm actually going to go out here and use my throat coat. You want me to pay for dick in 2022? This is a human interest piece. How do we keep leveling ourselves up? It's very difficult. I'm sorry. There's me buying dick is not leveling up, sex up podcast bro. Now. 
But people like when you do fun, weird shit. Like, you got to go out in the world and try something new. What and the, I just what, felt like... Rate, you, wait, real quick. What's the going rate for dick right now? I don't know anyone who's selling it, but let me check. Male escort, black. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Black and big old dick and fine. And at least six Bro. foot two. I think you can get one. Bitch, first off, if I'm going to pay way. for a nigga, it's going to be a whole builder nigga, and it's going to be exactly what I want. I need him to look and like... I feel like there's got to be a lot of available niggas because white people are always fans. I need him niggas. to look like Boris Cujo. Oh, my God. What? Man up. It's cock time. <laughs> and then in asterisks, it says, not necessarily gay. Manup.com. They have black friendly. Okay. Okay, I definitely want a man who's friendly. Okay. Oh, wait. Hold on, bitch. Ooh, it's feeling racist. Why? There's women that have to say that they're black friendly and they're okay with black men. But we talked about that. That's, I mean, Lisa Ann said it. We've had a lot of porn stars say that, like, your rate sometimes is determined even in porn by if you've had sex with black men or not. Like, that's <laughs> Man, the thing. Yeah, you just see this list of niggas. Hold on. I'm on the maleescortagency.com. And I'm telling like, you right now, it's giving some of some of them are hot, and then some of these niggas is just like, it looks like they made a seeking arrangement profile. <clears throat> okay, let's see. I need oh, they to go to rage. How many roses, bitch? How many roses do the niggas need? Okay, Leon Farrow, based in the UK, but happy to travel. Um, Wait, I would have to book his flight. Oh, I ain't paying for dick and flewing it out. Show lane, <laughs> show lane. <laughs> You got me fucked um, up. It looks like for the night, it's about 1500 <laughs> For the night. Hell no. For Man. the hour? What's the hourly rate? 350 to 500 Nope. Nope. We get you. Th- Mandy, I actually think we should start a GoFundMe for this. 350 to 500 well, would, what? Like, that's the thing, though. Would you want a cheap nigga at the same time? Wouldn't you want someone who had a little bit of high level to their cost? No, you know what? I'm just thinking of, I would rather go eat at a fancy restaurant and order me some bone marrow and some hamachi crudo with a really nice cocktail, <laughs> come back home, play with my little toy with the little air pulsating technology and nut and go to sleep for way less than that money. The air what technology? The air pulsating technology. <laughs> that, isn't that I what Michelle Hope said? I didn't know you said pulsating. I thought you said air pulsay. Why you be trying to play me? I swear to God, that's what I heard. Why are you trying to play Anyway, me? all right, Mandy don't want to get a dick paid for it, but I bet you there's going to be someone in your DMs today like, Mandy, I would love to assist. Oh, wait, speaking of, I don't know if this is new with y'all, um, but hopefully I, I would just like to know who daddy this is. His name is And he chose to hop in my email for whatever reason and sent me pictures of a crab boil Crawfish at Too Faith, his passport, <laughs> and a picture of him on some Yo Ma Carmen. Can I call him really quick? You, you want to call him? Yeah, I'm about to do it. What's the number? <laughs> I didn't block my number because I didn't. I wanted him. It's to okay. You can block him when it's done. <laughs> 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 so he not gonna answer I wanna tell him that I saw pictures of the crab boil <laughs> damn oh, damn y'all we trying to create really good content here and it's not happening 
Anywho, oh, I thought we were gonna hear his voice. Damn, it says Linville. Hold on. I don't know where now. North Carolina. Oh, well, that nigga. Let me leave it. That nigga Android. I knew it. He got an exclamation point. Saw your DM about crab boil. Please give me a call back when you can. Thanks. (laughs) I just don't know why he thought crabs, crawfish, and passport was gonna make me respond to his email. Like, where? I've never known anyone to internationally travel for a boil. I thought it was our <laughs> shit. Can we not go to New Orleans? <laughs> anyway, I'll be getting to the vanilla shit. Let's hope this nigga call me back in the next 45 minutes. Dog, if he calls me back and we're not recording, I'm going to, like, pull up my laptop and just start getting it. Okay. okay. <laughs> Anything for content. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So y'all have probably seen this in the shade room. And it it was a very hot headline that I actually thought was kind of insensitive to post because I think when you post shit like this, you've got to make sure you're talking about the why. So in New Jersey, two women in a prison got pregnant after they had sex with a trans person yep. that was on the female prison side of the jail. Um, They became pregnant following the sex with the transgender prisoner. And the governor said that um, they're obviously troubled with segregating prisoners. There are many reasons. And apparently um, they're all going to be reprimanded. Um, They faced intense scrutiny in recent years related to staff members. Who's going to be reprimanded? The trans person and the the two women that are pregnant? And the two women that are pregnant. Why? Don't aren't, isn't sex allowed in prisons? Like people have sex in prisons. They give condoms in male prisons. Clearly, sex is only being so that they don't spread HIV. But it doesn't matter. Wait, so Mandy, clearly you trans- think they're allowed to fuck in prison? Are you serious? I'm dead serious. They have sex in prison all the time, bro. No, they're not allowed to fuck. You can't tell me they're not allowed to fuck. But then in male prisons, they're giving condoms. So apparently the the HIV spread is so rapid in male prison. That's why they've done like giving condoms away. It's not every prison. So I'm you sure, don't read... think that at a woman's condom, they not bumping coochies and eating each other Wait out? They would be forcing themselves to go to jail if they knew they could just like, no, no one no. would force themselves to go to jail for some pussy. Bro, there's pussy out in the free world. However, OK, so they're putting this. <laughs> the two women pregnant no, are because I, I, I'm not, I can't do this with her today. Because you, there ain't no way you telling me that sex is forbidden in prison. Is sex allowed in jail? Have you not watched 
Orange is the New Black. Bro, and they be bumping coochies all the time. Federal law criminalizes prison, oh, staff inmate sexual yes, relations. but the- prisoners can have sex with each other. They all prisoners. Can prisoners have sex with each other in prisons? Other than conjugal visits. Um, it's allowed, bitch. They're human beings. They're not keeping them from sex. No. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, it says, oh, this is an anonymous answer. I served six years in prison from Not 2002 to 2008. Jeeves and giving me an anonymous answer as her source. During, Weezy, go back to the vanilla shit. We're not doing that. No, 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 this is good. During that time, I had seven different cellmates. Five of them were short term and the other two were longer. Firstly, I'm not gay and I never have and never will be. But prison is a whole new world in which you need to adapt. Of the seven men, I had sex with two of them and I needed... It's more of a need for sexual gratification. When you're confined with someone for months on end, it is a lot easier to sleep with that person in your cell. You build a bond. Sex isn't glamorous, and obviously you can't get caught. It's uncomfortable because you can't, you have to self-lubricate, but you can get the job done. You normally have around five minutes until the next check. Thank you. That is giving no, you can't. It's giving yes, but not everyone is an exhibitionist and wants to be seen. That's all it was giving, and it's giving. I would prefer lube, but since it's not there, I have to use my spit. That's all that that just gave me. Anyway, so it's let's not glamorous sex with sex nonetheless. So I don't believe that these three women should be in any sort of trouble because a trans woman impregnated these two other women inmates. I mean, clearly, I think well, and they're trying to figure science, out what it's going to be. They're all like women, the director. They're all women. You know, science. There's the little swimmers and the little balls. And if this woman has sex with these other women, however, genetically has this other body part, of course, the consequence is a baby. I mean, <coughs> but now the baby <coughs> is, is born into the prison system for one and two is going to be taken away. So that's the other thing that really sucks, too. Right. But I no, think it like, suck. thank God it's being removed out of the prison and being given to a better family. That's not in prison. We don't know if it's a better family. We don't know life, okay? We just don't know how anything's gonna end up. So what do you- I mean, but it, like, it's like, yo, what if you're the baby that's born in fucking jail? And it's like, fuck your fucking two moms are in jail. Like, it's just a mess. But I think, for one, the main thing we all need to remember, because everybody was like, this is insane. They need to remove trans women from the prisons. But first of all, do you think trans women are gonna last a day in jail with how homophobic niggas are I mean, one, not even just assault by, you know, physically, but like rape or anyway, not to get deep. But what I'm saying is like the the other option is not a better one. And although I did know that there were floors where people are like they only have gay men on a certain prison floor. Um, and I've even seen that on Locked Up Abroad. I always thought they would put the trans girls in there. I always had thought that. But I guess now they don't. So I ain't going to hold you as much as I love dick. Oh, my God. I would be happy if I got locked up and there was some dick in there that I wouldn't get in trouble for. And if it was a big I one. Oh, I want a big they, one. They probably, they probably definitely, they probably definitely be trying to get them niggas not to fuck. And at some point, they'd be like, I give up. And you know what I would love to know, being that I read that anonymous thing and it was talking about lube? Nigga, what is the jail form of lube? Because we know y'all make gourmet meals. We know y'all make alcohol. What Holly, is butter? Lube? Butter. Do they they get butter in jail, right? Yeah, I think they would. Bro, use a little bit of Crisco, a little bit of olive oil. Probably not olive oil. It's probably Crisco. The little fat shit. The little 
The shit that you yep, heard. Did you say you used that before with your nasty ass? You used Crisco before? No, a gynecologist told me I should use the most natural, like, quote unquote, vegan, like, shortening one because, like, just right. to put on the outer labia when I was younger. Yeah, I remember that. So then it's probably. Dog, the- when I think about that now, that's so fucking insane that a gynecologist told me to use Crisco. I was 19 years old, 18, 19. It wasn't regular Crisco oil. It was I would Crisco really shortening. I like to see. It's all vegetable shortening, if anyone wants to Google it. And it's this, like, can-looking thing. But Or if you're listening to Horrible Decisions, that means you have a phone, which means you should be able to afford a nice bottle of loot. <laughs> like, they told us it was the most natural, bro. push our listeners to use vegetable shortening in their I would never push anyone to do that. That you was just, fucking you insane. You just told them to go use vegetable shortening in their cooking. No, no, no. I said if anyone wants to see what it looks like, because that bitch is crazy. Oh. But that was also 11 years ago, so maybe they didn't know any better. Wait, not 11 years ago. 12 years ago. Oh, Ooh, you were close. Come on, math. Counting Come on, math. Anyway, let's move on to the hors d'oeuvre for another wild tale. It's going to start off sad, but you are going to shit your pants when I tell you this next part. So. The reason our week got knocked off and then scheduling for filming got knocked off is because my grandmother passed. Some of you know I've been talking about her on Horrible Forever. It is my mom's mom, and it was kind of surprising for us and a really rough time. And my grandmother was really fun and loved to party. And, I mean, she was rolling around towards the end of her life, but I still feel like if we could have rolled her into the club, she would have loved it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) She would (laughs) have. So, anyway... Um, you know, we're trying to like be as upbeat as we can about this so that we are we're, like basically everybody's just trying to be like, oh, let's, let's do what grandma would want. Now, grandma knew about horrible decisions. Grandma knows my co-host. Grandma knows about all the shit I've done. She's seen clips, right? She knows exactly who I am, which feels very good. And speaking of who I am, I'm obviously a very sexual person and I struggled Where is so this much going, bro. Where is this going? <laughs> I really struggled this last few weeks with masturbating during grieving because I like feel guilty like it's giving bible stories with Brianda bro like I start thinking about God and like then I start feeling bad while your hand is on your coochie I think this happened when my aunt passed some years ago I can't masturbate when like someone dies I just think they're looking at me and it's like I don't know what the fuck is going on and I told my therapist and I got so mad because she started to laugh but not laugh laugh she was like girl enjoy your body in your life please I was like Miss Gwen I'm telling you I can't (laughs) but she was like yo there's some articles out there about grieving and sex like you need to read through those because a lot of people like suffer this shit where they can't become sexual again because they feel you know what's crazy about pleasure i'm grieving my relationship and what's helped me with masturbating recently is not only this new pulsating toy that a bitch got but i enjoy verbal sex and so now unfortunately both of you looking at me like crazy verbal sex like verbal like bitch how we like talking talk? right now? like i like talking and knowing okay. So now, since I'm single and don't really want the energy of someone else, and here's my hors d'oeuvre for grieving and master like masturbating while grieving, because grieving a relationship is it's the death of a fucking relationship. So what I've been doing to really enjoy masturbating recently is literally yelling my moans out like I'm having sex with a person. So like, not only am I talking to the porn that I'm watching, I'm oh, like, girl, I've been doing that for years. Oh my god. Ah, and I just be loud in my house, just moaning so loud. And it helps me because 
I I be saying daddy and shit. A part of a part of that makes me feel like I'm having sex with a person, even though I'm not. So, bro, are we never lonely that. as fuck for saying this right now? I when I'm having sex, <laughs> I sometimes I'll say a name. Oh, me too. Be, oh, when I be watching the gay porn, I be saying the name of the nigga I be pegging like. Bitch, I used to say fucking sister's name all the time. Oh, I be saying that. Not saying I. Anyway, so okay, here's the here's the wildest sex toy I've ever seen. Be able to hang out with that girl again. I you better hope her man don't listen to this motherfucking show because you you disrespectful. No, I I'll tell you right now, if I'm dating a nigga, he can't be around no bitch that's going around telling people. They masturbate in in my partner's. I room. said I have done it. I ain't say when. So anyway, this is the wildest sex toy I've ever heard about in my fucking life. Wait, this is a sex started, story or sex <laughs> what? what? No, it's a sex toy and has to do a with the grieving. Toy. Just wait, bitch. Agree. So I, <clears throat> Mandy, this is this is okay. crazy, and it actually broke me being nervous like I laughed so hard I got over it I was like oh this is dumb I shouldn't even be googling shit like this <laughs> so I only started googling because my therapist was like you should see a community board about like people that um and like people that have had issues with you know masturbation during grieving and like kind of read other people's experiences like first step is not feeling like you're the only person out there that's had this issue right I was like yeah you're right so I started googling <clears throat> and I typed in masturbation and mourning or something this toy comes up. It is a real toy. And obviously, they've fucking taken this shit off the fucking market because it's probably sick. But of course, it's not an American toy. 21 grams is a sex toy that would contain the ashes of your dead partner. Oh, hell no. There is a Dutch designer... Mark Struckenboom, who has created a memory box containing a dildo with a compartment for storing the ashes of a deceased partner. That little gold piece in the dildo is the fucking motherfucking lie. The box is made from layers of wood, which are glued together in the final shape of a penis and coated with a matte finish. It opens using a gold-plated brass key because obviously this is a very special toy and you don't want to just have it open and people see how nuts you are. It contains a scent diffuser and a small gold-plated urn that holds 21 grams of ashes inside of a glass-blown dildo. (laughs) So, music from the user's iPhone can amplify the memory box with the sound of um, preparations and... Um, what is it saying? The shape of forget me now flowers. Anyway, basically you take the the key, you open this box, you can play music. Um, you can wear the key around your neck and it's basically where you can keep a lover's ashes. But yeah, here's some of the things that the designer said. So, um, it was handmade to order for someone to start. The requirements of the customer grew from his relationship with an elderly widow I sometimes help an elderly lady with her groceries and she has an urn near the window with the remains of her husband. She always speaks with so much love about him, but the jar he was in didn't reflect that at all. And in the same period, I read an article about widows, taboos, sex and intimacy, and I thought, I can combine these themes and make an object that is about love and intimacy. And the name of the project refers to the belief that the human soul weighs 21 grams. That was apparently an American doctor that recorded weight loss when people died. So when people died, they 
21 grams of them. It was like an average number. That actually is a pretty cool fact. But anyway, long story short, 21 grams apparently is the human soul because when people but also, die. It's the dildo. So is this something that mostly widows as in women want? Like, like, like what's the what, opposite? What, yeah. What sex toy would men put the ashes of their loved one in like a fleshlight? I mean, I, I don't even know how the ashes thing would work for men. Like, this is already so sick. Like, I, I would, ew, 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 ew. For one, why do, I understand. Why do you like that? Why? Why? I tried to do it. Like, I did the Drewski ew. You never heard that? <laughs> I love Drewski. When Drewski. When Drewski was talking about, do you guys have box water? And they're like, no, we have ethos water. Ew. <laughs> I'll get boxed water. Starbucks. <laughs> By the way, by the way, and after you, you stop about this, I do want to bring a conversation about Drewski back to the uh, We should, we yeah. should, we should, we should build on that. So, um, oh, I was going to say something that's also a lot of people were grossed out about. When my aunt died, I got a tattoo um, that says the words butterflies on my ankle because before she died, I was like, what would you get? She said a butterfly. The why is her ashes mixed with ink. And I got that idea from a mom I met when I was working at a cell phone store who had her son's heartbeat. They mixed the ashes and the ink. And she's like, now he's always a part of me. So I was like, that's dope as fuck. And it's the same color. So I mixed it. And the why is her. But because it was really like the question of why did this happen? Right. In my head, I was trying to be artistic. But long story short, I was like, some people thought I was disgusting for that. I really thought it was like sentimental. I didn't know that that tattoo was that. Mm hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's all. Listen, I ain't gonna shame. I ain't gonna judge. I ain't, you know, okay. All right. So wait. So anyway, long story short, nigga. I said, damn, I'm doing all the judgment. Because it took me a minute when I first read this article. And I was like, you know what? People probably judge me too. But I would never fuck my ex-boyfriend. Or well, not my ex, but my dead boyfriend. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, like what speaking of speaking of ugh, um, I did want to oh, bring Drewski's up I know, video. I know, Let me see if I yeah, can pull up. Yeah, so some. Drewski uh was recently trending um uh, because if you guys don't know Drewski, he is to me probably the funniest person out right now. I absolutely love Drewski. Um he's a comedian and he I does, does a lot of explanation of it. He does a lot of Um he recently went viral for a video where, you know, he did a reenactment of pretty much niggas um, and how they kind of force women to drink and maybe over drink and over consume liquor with the idea that maybe they're going they going they going to hit so so it's not hard to find the video even though he no, did delete it he did delete it but damn this website's already making my shit lag but basically Drewski in the video starts with a game of never have i ever yep um apparently people and this is what uh, complex said um, Drewski is basically in the center of this controversy um, and, I, and to me I don't feel I can understand why he deleted it he's 27 years old he probably was like oh shit I struck a nerve I may be bringing up some things with assault that I didn't even know I was bringing up I thought I was being funny and I think that, that, that there is an innocence in him not knowing what he did but basically the scene begins with Drewski and his friend welcoming women in the house when they play Never Have I Ever yep. and when we see Drewski um, acting, of course. He's making several transparent attempts to get one woman intoxicated. And at one point during the game, the comedian says, never have I ever kissed a dude. 
which obviously he knows will prompt the woman to make a drink. And then jokes about she's bullshitting, fills up glass to the brim, and the girl's begging to take a regular shot, a regular shot, watching him, watching the women um, drinking and checking, glorify, apparently some people say, which I don't believe this to be true, he glorified predatory behavior. He was downplaying it. I don't think it. it was glorifying or down. I like, don't think so thing, either. Right? I feel like it was a mirror that a lot of men needed to look into on how they really be out here doing predatory ass shit <clears throat> women. And at, and even at the end of the video, you you see him mouthing with the other guy in the room like, yeah, man, they finna I'm out go. They finna go. I'm about to get that. And it's just like, to me, unfortunately, like it was a, to me, again, it was a mirror that I think a lot of men needed to look into and see how nasty and how vile a lot of times their behavior is, even when they don't think it is. And so I'm glad that the video is still searchable. I think that it should be something even used in fucking colleges. Colleges, nigga. Theology classes on just really what kind of peer pressure looks like in some things. And also what predatory behavior looks like. That's what that shit was. I was actually really surprised the internet was like ready to cancel this nigga over making that video. Like, Drewski has made so many videos about men doing corny shit. Yeah. And it seemed to me like this was one of those things. And um, no, it, it was great to watch. I was talking about it on a date that I went on. Boop, because your girl in the streets. And he was like, yep, yo. You know how, per usual. Sorry. He's Go in ahead. his 30s. Go ahead. And he was like, ain't it crazy how I've experienced this around friends? You've probably experienced it yourself. And we were just kids and didn't even know what the fuck we were looking at. And he was like, if I was in a situation now in front of one of my homeboys, I'd probably slap a nigga for treating a girl like yeah. that. And he was like, but I'm fucking 18, 17 in school. He's like, I think that this is how it goes. Like, it's crazy. How well, mean well, for the me. Th the thing is, right, like, and, and what you saw in the video was that Drewski and his homeboy weren't taking as many shots as they were having the girls take. So I think that that's different. Like, when you're in a group setting oh, yeah, and yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah. drinking, that, that's one thing. But when the men are clearly trying to make the women drunk and belligerent and maybe even co incoherent, it's like, mm -hmm. it's giving rapey vibes. And I think that that's why they tried to cancel him on it because maybe they thought that he was approving of that behavior. But I like what you said where Drewski really just be literally doing skits on corny nigga behavior. So this was yeah. corny to him, clearly. Because the pill popping shit, I saw people talking about, oh, people have died. This isn't funny to make fun of drug abuse. Hell no, nah, nigga. I'm sorry. His coding videos are... <laughs> hey, y'all, designer drugs. Hey. Oh, like, all, I know is, is... all I know is if we end up, you know, renewing or not renewing with Black Effect, I would like to also be on Could Have Been Records if we can make that happen. I cannot believe you just said that. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm like, damn, Andy. Can we do both? Can we do Black Effect and Could Have Been Records? No? Okay, never mind. All right. Um, I feel like... Uh, mm, I mean, bitch, I don't know. You host the music pod, so it's giving A&R soon. I'm Which, by the way... Oh, we got to get into this conversation about A&Rs real quick that somebody told me about L.A. This is going to be something I want the comment, people to talk about in the comments. Is this true or not? Why, Niggas, real quick, why do you never know, know how to just not fuck with your microphone, bro? Because I get excited and I start to touch it. It's like dick. 
All right. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so basically, like, you know how they be saying, like, the whole jobs when you stop being a hoe is like a real estate agent or like you start being an esthetician and doing lashes and shit. So apparently in L.A., you don't need a degree to be an A&R. You don't need none of that. Apparently, it's like the bad bitch job. Like, if you're a baddie who, like, has a link at a label, like, you're a fucking junior A&R, or you could be a VP at A&R if you just have one plug. I never knew this. Never knew this. So I started inviting these girls I was meeting to, like, work events, right? Because, you know, all of my friends really in L.A. are just people I knew from, you know, that were back and forth from L.A., but, but a lot of them I work with. And so I would invite them to stuff. And one of these niggas was like, Wheezy, these bitches don't know nothing about music. Like, I don't know why, because Kenya has a music label. So I thought like, oh, this would be great for them. And it's like, no, them bitches just fucked with a nigga at Def Jam. And so now they ain't like, stop, stop trying to save these hoes. Wow. Oh Not just talking yeah, about okay. your friends. I mean, I just met these girls. And I, and for oh. one of them, I said it to it. So, no, nah, I just be meeting them like out. And you don't know music? No, I asked the girl, I was like, yo, I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I'm not really supposed to be bringing people to like other shit. Cause you know, it's gotta, like, it's gotta be like networking shit. Like, have you like signed with anyone before? Like, have you found artists? Like, can you tell me some of the genres or whatever? So at least that I can do an intro email and try to plug you up. And the girl flat out was like, oh girl, like I just network. And that's why they made me an A&R <laughs> because they know I'm gonna be at the tables they know I know niggas. So they were just like, oh, fuck it. If there's like someone hot and new, she'll just bring it. I was like, so you're saying, she's like, because I go out three to four times a week. As someone who's a club whore, they were like, you're perfect for this. Absolutely. Is that genius or not? No, it, it absolutely is. Like, I'm not mad like, at that like, being the I fucking... I mean, A&R's like, right? Like, and this was, oh my God, I don't know how many summers ago, but I was really cool with the, the team at Def Jam who was around Danny Lay. Um, and this was clearly before the whole the baby thing and the pregnancy and all this shit. But when she was coming out, she had that song with Chris Brown. What was her other song that came out? I can't remember. But we're literally all at a dinner and I'm having conversations with all her ARs. And they're like, who would be a really good person on a record with Danny Lay? And bitch, I know music. So I go to thinking who I think would really create a good song with Danny Lay that could like move something to the charts. And they literally responded with like, you could be an ANR. And so now that you're telling me, literally, all you kind of got to do is have an ear, maybe know these people. That's literally kind of all it takes. They don't get paid what I thought they would get. I thought an A&R was a very big job, by the way. So basically, I mean, it it's can like... can be if you get hits. Like, if you, you have to find like a, a person. If, yes. If you sign a person, then you make them bang. But basically, you get locked into this contract. And this is what I've heard from, I will say two top labels, girls that work at these labels. Because they're like, it's not that much bread. Like, I take other jobs. So basically, well, maybe it's you kind of come... Huh? Maybe they pay not a lot. Because it's them. No, nah, they're, they're, the ones I'm talking about are big. But I'll tell you why they don't. Okay. Basically, they'll like kind of scout people, lock you in for a year, give you a low amount of pay, but promise you if you find someone or whatever that's of a certain caliber, then you'll make more. But it's really just like, it's like a shitty podcast hosting platform that will lock you in and say that you can't, you're only exclusive to them or something like that. And so they basically hold these people for a rate of like 75K, which is a very low thing to do when you're trying to bring in someone to work millions or you're working for a company that's well known for the top rappers. Like 
That seems very low to me. That's why I so said can... uh, Brittany Renner should have become a sports agent. She she know the talent, bitch. She got that nigga in college. That nigga make it break. She should have. She, she know how to scout the talent. I'll tell you that. Well, anyway, so any club hoes out there, try to be an A&R because they're going to give you the job. And all of your requirements, the chick I know, she was like, bro, they just wanted me to be out in the clubs and they'll give me passes to shit. And I just basically got to meet that, bitch. I guarantee you, don't tell the hoes in the club to be an A&R because they could clearly make more money sucking dick. You can make more than 75K a year if you suck the right dick. So don't be telling me, I mean, but maybe you could do both. Oh, you could. Ooh, then it's giving 150. Okay. Now, <laughs> I want to give some single again Rockwell and Prowl advice because I recently met up with Timona Hoffman, who was on a Horrible Decisions episode when Mandy was in L.A. years ago and was giving dating advice. So we went to this iHeart conference um, and I spoke for Black Effect. Oh, sorry, Podcast Movement. I spoke for Black Effect. She was there. And then it was like kind of a reconnection. And she looked through my dating profile and gave me some advice and told me some things that she thought... Um, about me on the profile. So I'm going to read you guys mine and tell this you what Simone said. profile on what app? I'm not telling you. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Because I don't want nobody to find me on there. I'll tell you. I just mean, I don't want people to be like, let me go get this whole Bitch, all they got to do is swipe and find your ass, but go ahead. Whatever, I'm unhinged. God damn. They ain't paying for shit either. What what it say? So... Because the way they I'm set up their profile, it's like where you get asked like three random questions and you get to have fun with it, right? Yes. Yes. So my first picture is this. Okay. Your titty is out. Go ahead. The type of texter who is... It says, I'm the type of texter who... And I wrote, is better on a phone call. Um, And then... The, I'm not a good texter. I'd rather be on the phone. I'm the type of texter who... Oh, is better on a phone call. Okay, right. next. That the next one I answered was... Much. Okay. Now, this is how you know I like to eat. The next question is, the best way to ask me out is by... And I put, suggesting a new restaurant to try together. Okay. And the final one, my love language is physical touch and food. So, I'm hungry and cute. That's basically what men know about me. Demona said that this picture, even though my titties are out, is good because it's me out in the world. And she's like, people like to see an activity. Okay. And then I got one of me at work. I'm kind of leaning on Alex, but I cut him out of it. Now, this picture of me, she said, was too inviting. Bro, your coochie lips are out. Why would but you do it lets that you know I got a... Oh, I miss my New York apartment so much. It lets you know I have a vibe. I like trees, weed, and dogs, and I have great art. I, that's how I felt. I don't see art. I see coochie lips. And, and a, nigga, a nigga looking at that picture, Wheezy, ain't gonna look at your motherfucking banana leaf plant or whatever that shit is. Yo, shut <laughs> Ain't nobody so, looking at your plants when your coochie lips The dude out. that I met that was dope, right? The science guy, the scientist. I don't want to tell the job too much. But anyway, I told him about Demona, right? On the date. We had an eight-hour date and we kissed in the car and it was so cute. But I was like, oh, you know, I, I was talking to this lady and she told me that this picture is too much. He was like, Really? He was like, I don't really feel like this is crazy. He's like, you're on your couch. He's like, you look sexy, but like, I don't really think it's that crazy. And she was like, I'm sure you're at home and sexy. your legs are open. Your legs are open and your coochie lips are hanging out. They're not even out that much. It's uh, it's giving thigh meat. The fact that you just ended with not that much, ma'am. The coochie lips are hanging. This is an architectural digest photo. Are you serious right now? That's cute. And it, 
All right. So anyway, so basically, um, Demona did make mention because I mean, obviously, like this is advice that could go either way. Right. But she was saying I was like, what do you, you think? Like the fact that you're married makes people feel like they trust you more. She was like, I've been married so long that people actually feel the opposite sometimes because they'll think because I'm married, I'm not out there in the dating scene. Okay. So it's, that makes sense. And it's funny because with us, sometimes when we give dating advice, people are like, what are y'all now? Bitch, we out here in these streets, ho. Not I. Fuck you talking about? I'm not in the streets. I'm not on the prowl. I'm not on the dating apps. Anyway. What? I'm not. Bitch, I told you when we on this motherfucking podcast, you can speak for yourself. Okay? From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The other guy I met was at Dreamville. And it's funny because BDD was there. What? That nigga my type. The nigga I met. Okay, oh, my happened? God. Did you even exchange numbers? If not, stop bringing this nigga up. I did. And we went out. We've been out three times. Okay, and continue. Okay, here's the issue I'm running into. Uh-oh. We meet. It's a vibe. Clearly, we're flirting. But okay. he hasn't made a move on me yet. And I don't know if it's because, you know, we're friendly. I don't know if I, I just feel like when. What does not making a move mean? What do you mean he hasn't made I a move? I hope by the time this episode comes out, and it's only a few days before I brought Like, it's not like we recorded this weeks ahead of time, y'all. Making a move is like, to me, a kiss. Like, clearly, we keep inviting each other to things. Both times. The first time was at Soho House. And his friend was there. And I was kind of like, mm. but he t- just landed that day and invited me. So I'm like, oh, he wants to see me, but he already had plans. Then Vinny came and then we all end up going to the club and popping bottles. And it was fun. Cool. Boom. The second time. He invites me somewhere. One friend was there, but then I brought a friend. So it was like completely separated. We're at Delilah. It's just this us. makes all the sense. Yesterday. No, nope. go ahead. He invited me out alone. OK, we ate together around 12. I thought it was just going to be lunch. Then we didn't really want to end it. So we walked around. We shopped a little. And then I was like, I want to get high. <laughs> it was like, all right, cool. So we did some mushrooms. Then we hang some more. Then we want to keep hanging. So then we go to another lunch. And it was like really nice. But then it didn't end with a kiss. And I am like, you know why? Am I your homegirl? This is giving, this is giving friend, friend vibe. Not friendly. This is giving friend zone. First off, too, we talked about this. If you invite a friend on a date with a man, a quote-unquote date, it's not a date. 
So I know you said he just wanted to see me. Maybe he had plans already. Bro, think of it coming from a woman's perspective. When we invite our homegirl on a date, it's because we don't really like the nigga and we want that nigga to know we not really looking at him that way. Take yourself out of it. I know it's hard. But bro, when women do it, it's because we're not interested in even having this person think it's... What if he's going through a breakup? Does it count then? So he's cheating on his girlfriend? No, I said, what if he's going through a breakup? Is he going through a breakup? Yeah. That means you're a friend and he really not interested in you like that because he still may be trying to make it work with that bitch. Oh my God. Going through a breakup mean, bitch. Mandy, I'm so Is they broken up or is they not? Yeah. But he's going through one? No, I, I mean, I'm going through a breakup too if I broke up with someone. You're going through a breakup. No, bitch, we broken up. I'm not going through shit. Oh, okay. I say going through a breakup. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, fine. Recent breakup. Whatever the verbiage is. You, you know what? I don't want to talk about this anymore. Anyway. It's okay. He he wanted you to just know that you a friend and he enjoyed meeting you at a festival, but you his friend. It's giving friend. It's giving if he was a woman doing the same thing, we know exactly what that shit would be. It's okay. Even if I was alone? Even if he finally invited me out alone. Bro, and then you went out. First off, the fact that y'all even met at 12, y'all niggas meeting for lunch, that's homegirl shit. So you meet for lunch, then go shopping together. Ew, let's go shopping. Then we did drugs. Then we It was across the street. It was across the street. It was giving Soho energy. It's giving I'm with my homegirl, bitch. But he invited me the day, like we were hanging out till three in the morning. And then he invited me. So I feel like, oh, you want to see me. Look at you trying to read into shit. That's cute. I am so embarrassed right now. You might want to even make sure, you know, he he's either not interested in you that way or are you sure the ex he just broke up with was a woman? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, thank Wow, Mandy. Damn, <laughs> just, the nigga kid does not like me. We got to make him gay. Well, thanks, I mean, I wasn't trying to make him gay. I was just trying to throw out all the options to make you feel better about yourself. Well, that, that didn't help either. So. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I mean, we're supposed to link up this week again, so... for lunch, coffee. Bro, we were in the middle of texting, and he was like, what are you doing right now? Do you want to eat? That's not flirty. Rosie just did that to me. Shut up, shut up, shut up, (laughs) shut up. My friends ask me if we want to go grab a bite all the time, bitch. Dog, as I say it, I'm getting more embarrassed. You should be. I feel rejected. I feel like people hear me being rejected on this podcast. He's just fine. So it's that's okay. really what makes this difficult. It's okay. Well, I don't have homeboys that are that fine. I don't. So he can't be one. Oh, I, I have fine homeboys. Fine-ass homeboys? I have, like, hot... Yeah, like, I have fine-ass homeboys because all my friends fuck them. So I know they fine. Okay, wait. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me take this back. Fine to somebody. Like, that. My my friends are cute, but, like, they don't make me want to suck their dick. Like, Alex is cute, but I don't want to fuck that nigga. Like, well, you know what I'm saying? Subjective. Okay, well, I want to fuck this nigga. That's why I'm bringing it up, okay? I'm trying to that do all these analogies. You can't, you can't talk about cute and fineness. First off, that's subjective. You think this man is fine. I'm never bringing him up again. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, good, because he'll probably be with his girlfriend by next week. Wow! Kill me now. Do you? Would you really? Okay, real quick. You're going through a breakup. You're newly single. Are you in a position to where you would really want to be a rebound? I'm not even thinking that deep. 
I'm going through a breakup too. We were talking about our exes yesterday, like how, why we broke up, things like that. And I was like, okay, like we're both fucked up, which is right. So I think both of you are very selfish in the fact that maybe you both should just really get over this breakup before you start to intertwine yourself with someone else. Well, apparently, no, but who people can have sex, Mandy? Damn. Oh, apparently not. I don't know. Sorry, I don't know who and I am. Secondly, like, I don't know who secondly, I am. You claiming he's just a friend. So anyway, he he's not even just a friend anymore. We done done. The friend didn't work out. The no, friendship. Damn, I met I met the, this nigga, man. Oh, bitch, sorry. I thought she was talking about this. Oh, terribly girlring. Um, let's get into a hoe confession. Before we get out of here, you guys will hear a five minute bonus clip. We're gonna try to put it on this video because I'm a tail eating. But <laughs> basically, um, on our Patreon which we always plug in the end, so I'll just plug it now. Patreon.com backslash Horrible Decisions. You can't search it because it's 18 plus. We have at a top tier level a Discord where a lot of people have been meeting each other. I think someone got married off the Discord. Like, yeah, it's a vibe. Maybe I need to go in there and meet a nigga. <laughs> so there was a whole confession sent and it says, I got a little story I shared with the Discord and the group me and I think it would be fun to share with y'all. The story also leads into a home mail question. Ooh. This is just the copy and paste from the Discord. Quotation. I just came back from having some of the nastiest first date sex I ever had. Normally, it gets that nasty after like three or four dates in. Face fucking spit, spit in my mouth, my pussy, my ass, spanking and slapping and hair pulling. And I can't wait to be his good girl again. Now, here's the home mail question. I met Sir again last night. Our second date. He loves face fucking. I'm not much of being in charge during blowjobs because I need to guide your dick. Like you do it yourself. You don't know my mouth. You don't know my throat. You may get teeth. It happens. Sir is dominant and is pretty good at it. And I let him take charge. And the way that sir face fucks me, he gets to the point of the throat of the certain angle that I feel like I have to throw up. And I've never had this problem. I've had bigger, thicker dicks. And I've never had an issue with my gag reflex like this. Okay. And this is why I feel the need to be in charge. Because I can do this sexy face fuck gag and spit without getting to the point of vomit. The day of the second date between training for anal and face fucking, not the second date. <laughs> I didn't eat anything but butt nuts and a protein bar. I didn't eat anything after 6 p.m. We met and played at 1030 when even the nuts sort of came back up. <laughs> the nuts that she ate, by the way. Now, where, where I need advice is how do you prevent the gag? How do you train your gag reflex? I'd not, I like to not throw up um, on his dick or anyone else. So... I've actually, this was something that happened a lot, even with my I was going to say this trick, but... Well, no. my Well, my ex like face-fucking, so I think if it's something that you don't enjoy or you don't want to throw up, I think you have the conversation with him. Hey, are you doing this because you want me to throw up? Like, a lot of men either want to see throw up or love mm. to make you gag to where you start to cry. It's a power thing that they like to see. And so if you feel not only out of control but it's something that you don't like the feeling of, that just needs to be discussed. Like, because I think that there's a way to where you balance it, right? Say, hey, this is how I really like to give head. I know you like face fucking. Let's do a mix, but we need a, if I tap you like this, you're going too hard. I think this is where you introduce safe words or safe gestures because you clearly don't like it. But if a nigga is face fucking you, I don't think you really have the control like you think on your gag reflux, because sometimes your hands are pinned. You have no control at all at the velocity that he's going into your fucking throat or how he's turning or hitting it. So I personally think 
just needs to be a conversation. Clearly, you're right. He might like it. it. I didn't even really he think he may about like it. it. And if it's something where you don't want to throw up or it makes you uncomfortable, I've literally had to say that to my ex. Like, all right, now that's enough. I don't like it. All right, I did it, but we done. Like, there's been times where he's throat fucked me and we've been done talking and I can't talk. Like, you know, fucked up my vocal cords. I'm like, no. I think my tonsils are the issue because I've definitely gotten face fucked to where my throat was in pain before. But I was going to say the only tip I knew was like holding the thumb like this. But when you're getting face fucked, bro, a lot of times. No, you can't even think of it. But apparently it's like a life hacker study for like gag reflex. And they only like recommend this on the Internet for people that feel like they're going to throw up or vomit from being sick. But. I mean, it's just a pressure point thing. You can Google it, like, and see what it looks like. But yeah, I never actually thought that he might like to throw up so big. Of course, maybe loving to fucking make your eyes water and hear that gagging noise and make you almost sound like you're <laughs> That's disgusting, bro. Okay, so that's what she's probably doing. Anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We're sorry that we're not in person. I feel like it was just as good. Y'all just want to solo episodes so bad. I do. I think this was a great episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, our schedules are just kind of a little bit all over the place right now, but we will be back in studio next week, ho. Um, definitely hope that you guys have enjoyed all of the content we've been putting out. We have some really dope guests and hopefully some more solo episodes as well coming up for you guys. Um, and yeah, we have further announcements. Too. Oh, wait. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, let us know because um, we will be in the studio. We found some guests that we like. Tag us if there's anyone that you want us to work with that could be in the New York area or easily accessible. Um, and beyond that, in about a month, get your Roots picnic tickets. Come and see us. It's going to be yes. fun. Yes. And before um, the Roots picnic, I am hosting a formal erotic dining experience here in New York City. Oh, boy. Is it ABCD? Don't do that, bitch. When is it? Because I'm going to come. So it is May 28th. So it will be Memorial Day weekend. Um, unleash your inhibitions, submit to your desires, and stimulate your palate. I'm super excited. I've What got day of the week is that? So it's a Saturday. It's on a Saturday. It will be in the city. You do have to go through a vetting process before you have the opportunity to purchase your tickets. Now, real quick, this is a very intimate dining. There will be performers. Um... The, the menu is phenomenal. I got to take a, a, do a tasting with the chef. So if you are interested in going to the dining experience, go to LimitlessLuxLS.com. That's L-I-M-I-T-L-E-S-S-L-U-X-E-L-S.com. That will be in the description of this episode. Also, going here the following day, which is the 29th, we are throwing and I will be hosting my very first play party. So that is on a oh, Sunday. Oh, wow. But most people do not have work that Monday because, again, this is taking place Memorial Day weekend here in New York City. Both locations are in the city. So if you're coming from any of the boroughs or flying in and don't know where to stay, anywhere in Manhattan works. Um, it is city center in Manhattan. Um, and, again, you can purchase your tickets. You do get a discounted rate for the play party if you attend for the dinner. Um I will be there for both nights. Um, and I have a surprise guest joining me. So if you want to come. What does that me, mean? Just know I got a surprise guest joining me that a few of you may know or may not know. But they will be joining me for the whole weekend. Okay, hold so, on. Question. What, bitch? You going to fuck at this party? 
I don't think so. I mean, maybe women, so. maybe women. Like, I, I don't, I, I don't think I'll fuck a guy because I haven't fucked a guy in a play party unless it's been my partner. Bitch, you got a month, ho. We don't. I know. got a month. Ain't gonna have a partner, but also I already have my plus one, bitch. So damn, I'm. I know the next weekends we Bruce picnic. I'm hoping I'll be back by then. Next weekend is Bruce Someone let me crash with them, please. I think the only reason I'm struggling is because I'm so used to using Old Bay's place. So now I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> Ugh, whatever. Anyway, what about y'all, Venus? Check us out. You got friends here, bitch. Yeah, but like you got to remember, she's back and forth too, and you yeah, don't want to encroach on someone's. You don't want to encroach on someone's space. It's just a lot. I didn't. Well, anyway, I, I mean, I've, of course, I have friends. But if y'all want to buy Weezy a ticket to one of these events and let her stay with you, you might get some little extra, extra bonus shit. But again, I'm going to come to the like dinner LA. if I'm there. That's I can't do the sex party. Well, you can come. I can't see you have sex. Dress up. By the way, um, do note that this is a formal erotic dining experience. So the dress code is imagine the Gothica at the Met Gala. So latex gowns, fishnets, lace. Oh, we know you're gonna have on a jumpsuit. Oh, bitch! Time. I can't. Wait. No, bitch! I'm I'm doing a gown. I'm dressing the fuck up. So again, oh. that's limitlessluxls.com. Make sure you click the link in the bio to go through the vetting process so that you can purchase your tickets. Again, it is a limited amount of tickets for the dinner, also limited for the play party. So can't wait to see you guys there. And again, we're gonna leave you guys off with a five minute bonus clip. From our Patreon, make sure you join our Patreon for bonus content. That's patreon.com backslash Horrible Decisions. This has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Goodbye. It's bonus, bitches. And we back again. It's not going to be filled with much tea. I already have people like, what did Old Bay say when he heard this? Bitch, I wouldn't know I blocked that Negro. I mean, he may have someone... Giving him the tea anyways. I'm sure. But um, I just thought I mean, there's about, no tea, I guess, to give if he knows what he did. When I was in the elevator just coming up to do this episode, um, my neighbor, I, I had a company send me like 100 body scrubs, maybe 40. I'm not exaggerating with 100, but 40, about 40, right? Black chicks, she's next door. So I handed it to her. I was like, oh, here, I got these, you know, in the mail. I wanted to give them to you. I was like, because we got to keep from staying young. She goes... And we got to keep staying young. And she was like, girl, I'm way older than you. And I said, what you is, 35? I swear on my mom, Mandy. I thought she was maybe at max like 38. She looked really young. And she said, I'm 50. I said, bitch, I know you vegan. That's, that's how, it might not even be vegan. That's how, uh, that's how motherfuckers be treating my ex. Like my ex does not look 50 at all. No, and I think that's the thing though. When you really take care of your body, and, and don't get me wrong. I only know her because she has a dog, so we'd be at the dog park, but she'd be running with the dog, jumping up and off the table, like working on like crazy. And I'm like, yo, you know you don't look 50. So I say all that to say, she said, because I thought about Maggie, who's the bitch Obey went to go see in Dubai. And she said, girl, I don't have a concept of time. She said, if you ask me, I'm still fucking the nigga I was from high school. She was like, everything feels the same. She was like, I uh, I take care of my body. She was like, and my spirit is light. She said, I eat good and I'll tell no lies. I said, I know that's right. And I really <laughs> want to tell Obey because his body is fucking crazy. He really, really works on his body. But he nigga. tells lies. And so that's why he's bald. <laughs> Well, balding is not... No, balding... I like bald. I don't care. Bald is sexy. 
Girl, my, my ex was bald. Yeah, we my, know, bitch, no, but, ex was bald. but I dealt with a lot of niggas who was bald. I've had other bald niggas come and fuck me down. We know you like bald players. Ooh, right. episode name. Sorry. Anyways, guys, Sorry, this episode is our cinema for the month, and we chose to do Bad Vegan. I if watched I'm not mis- Bad Vegan on vacay, bro. It was good. It was really good, but what's crazy, too, I think last month we did The Tinder Swindler, so it's very similar in conversation, so I dug in to do some different things, but before we started with the, with the catch-up, I want to know what other TV you were currently watching. Um, Jocelyn's Cabaret. Honey, I can't wait to see the tea. What's going on with that? I just, I just went to Asante's house, and he mm-hmm. caught me all the way up with it, so yeah. a mess. A fucking then mess. Then I did, uh, what was I going to say? Um... I've been rewatching Girls on HBO and I've been watching. What is it that I watch every Sunday? Oh, 90 Day Fiance. Duh, that shit's getting crazy. Um, I did want to make mention. I was in a every week <clears throat> on Tuesdays, we have a staff meeting with all the heads at my job. And two of the departments have to do with stuff you watch, right? Film and TV. And literally one of the girls is like, so and so keeps throwing me a project. But like by the time we release this on Netflix, they're already going to be tired of the scamming. She's like, Netflix goes in waves. So right now you've got Anna yeah. Delvey. Then you've got the Tinder swindler. Then you've got Bad Vegan. She's like, we're in a wave of scam. She's like, we've been in a wave of stand up. We got in a wave of black shit. And she's like, Netflix hits you in waves and keeps feeding you. She's like, by the time we acquire this project, the wave will be off. And I was like, wow. Like that is really like, Hollywood shit because I didn't even I forgot Anna Delvey too all of them and now it makes me want more and of course because you watched blah 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 now you like this so it's like I do enjoy it and the bad vegan story was great but like I want to actually see how long that timeline I really goes. it's weird because I really don't think people get sick of it like I'm someone and I, and I think I mentioned it on this pod when I'm just like oh nothing's on TV I love to binge American Greed which technically is scams. L- maybe a year or two ago. No, no, no. We People won't wa- get sick of it. I think they're saying like the hype. Oh, I mean, but even what what was it? One or two years ago now was Firefest, And that had everyone talking. So, I mean, I think that people love watching other people get got over on. I don't know why, but I think it's a thing. I think it's also like the everyday person too. All of these people are very unassuming. You know what I mean? Like, I think I was talking to Sophia the other They're day. They're not even unassuming. They just white. Cause no, the no, way- no, 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 no. There could be your everyday person. These white ass, crack ass bitches who somehow even just get the access to all this loan money. It's insane. So it's insane. So- I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 